Welcome to the Smarticle Podcast, where we take a good article and make it gooder. We're going to get controversial, super controversial today, Brandon. We're going to be talking about ellipses. In fact, <laughs> in the defense of the ellipse, an article on Gawker by the great Franklin Schneider, who describes himself, by the way, as the undisputed U.S. record holder for longest stint on unemployment, 133 weeks. He's a writer of books, TV words, seeing the stuff maybe in the Washington Post, on The Guardian. You can find him. I love this. His Twitter handle, Brandon, Horny. Goat Weed Jr. <laughs> That's his Twitter handle. I know what you're going to do. I know just because he's the horny goat weed, you're going to be like, this is the wokest dude in the world. Nope. So I know nope, you're wrong. wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong on this one. I did research. Okay. No, this dude is, this dude is ironic. His entire life is about being ironic. Yeah. So everything is, he would find woke people ironic and irritating the same way he would find MAGA's ironic and irritating. And he would come up with some, depending on who he was talking to, he would be the exact opposite of them. So there's a little thing on his Twitter handle, Goatweed Boy, where this woman says, I hate, I hate weed and something. And then there's just like three million of his followers like, I would react to you right now, but I'm too stoned. It's just, it's just very, look at his picture. He's very ironic in his picture. No, I think he's probably, who knows what this dude is. I mean, I liked the article though. I did like the article, but I wouldn't say he's a for sure wokester. I think he's MAGA, Brandon. All right, so no, not MAGA. I thought I thought ellipses was a geographic term. It's not. It's a writing term. It's the omission for speech or writing of a word that are suplu- suplu- superfluous, 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 or able to understood from contextual clues. A set of dots at the end. So here's a quote from the article: Anyone who browses Facebook or random comment sections on the internet knows that older people, generally speaking, have a mystifying obsession with the ellipses. We used to drink straight from the hose, dot, dot, dot. Deb made from her famous jello salad, dot, dot, dot. Grandpa had another stroke, dot, dot, dot. Doctors say you'll never walk again, dot, dot, dot. Like everyone else, I snicker whenever I spot the telltale three dots. But the truth is, I'm a dirty hypocrite. I actually love the ellipses. I freaking love ellipses, dot, dot, dot. Love it. Text, social media, emails, dot, dot, dot. Now, he kind of says that baby boomers are the main culprit of ellipsis users. Would you agree with that? No, I, I didn't. I tried to follow him. I, I think the ellipsis is probably, he's reacting probably to the fact that Gen Zers and uh, digital natives scoff at anyone that uses any sort of grammar, right? Everything in text is lowercase. You are, you know, yeah. speed. It's all thumbs and speed. And I get that. There is a, there is an actual reason to do that, and it makes sense. But I think anybody that mocks anyone for language is an idiot. I used to work with this lady named Ray Viscovy at Town School. I want to give her name out because she was one of possibly the worst people I've ever known in my life. So I'm hoping somebody will 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 stumble off us and hear. Oh, I know Ray. I think she passed away, and but if she's still, I I just she was the worst person because what she would do is she would constantly judge your grammar and mock you for your grammar. She'd like, are you done or are you finished? Are you a cake or you are are you a person? Not to, not to seventh grade kids, but to adults. So that that kind so of like I, person listen, just bugs I, the I hell out of me. I think those people are giant giant bags. 
But some people just can't get past it. There are people that God made that I, I've run into those people as well. The grammar is just so important to them. Now, they're, it is annoying when they correct people, but just to defend them for a second, they just can't get past it. Yes, and I think that that's my point is that, you know, the person that's like there is a, there's definitely a place for good grammar without question. Writing, if you're going to write a letter to somebody, there should be good grammar. If it's somebody you don't know, if there's you're going to no write excuse. a book, no. there's no excuse for it now either, right? We got spell check and right. grammarly. Grammarly and all the different things. I prefer writing with good grammar. I prefer people that write with good grammar. It, the whole purpose for grammar is to be able to put in the written word speech so that we write that way. So we put a comma in there in case there's a pause. We do those sort of things in ellipse is actually a grammatically correct way of writing. The problem this guy is referencing that people have an issue when people write with ellipses all the time to just to abuse it. The ellipse is used to sort of create emotion. You would say, Larry, are you going to school tomorrow? Dot, dot, dot. I knew you were not going. It's, it's about sort of answering. the. It's a pregnant pause, a question you're sort of making fun of or if I was talking to him, I was like, well, Larry, are you going to go to school tomorrow? Right? You can't really write that in a sentence. But the ellipse brings out the 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 connotation or it brings out the, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, the enunciation or the inflection of that word. You know, I, I got to be, I'm this full confession mode. I use ellipses all the time, but I don't string them together in a paragraph. It's like when I'm writing a text to someone and exactly what you're saying I'm a sarcastic guy. I'm always right. that's, being... That's my point. That's exactly why th this guy was saying it. And he does talk about it later in the article. He goes on to say that why we use the ellipse. I mean, he's actually a really good writer. I was really impressed looking at his picture, Goatweed Boy. I was like, you know, he's actually a pretty good writer. But he talks about the fact that he's sort of taking the alternate view of like making fun of those people that are making fun of ellipse writers. He's like, I love the ellipse. It's it's really a, a helpful way to write. And if you look at his style, it's very passive. It's very kind of uh, sarcastic and humor-driven. So an ellipse in a humorous thing is a good, grammatically uh, correct way to put it. He's saying when you string them together. I've never seen anybody string together a bunch of ellipses. So it was hard for me to even judge that. I don't. I when he was saying, oh, it's all baby boomers. I I know baby boomers that write to me. I've never seen them write it in an ellipse ever. So it was well, a little bit foreign to me. Well, so there he makes this point back to the punctu uh, punctuation thing. Proper punctuation is, above all, a mark of respectability. So how, how, once again, I am the least grammatically correct person in the universe, so I have no leg to stand on in anything. But when someone sends you a letter or you're at work and there's sorts, all sorts of grammar problems and run-on sentences, there is a matter of respect that this person didn't take any time to put this letter together and then proofread it. Absolutely. And I think that's why you got to know the different places. The way I talk to you, we're out, we're out at a bar having a beer. We're going to talk differently than if we're presenting at a meeting. That's called code switching. We do it all the time. The same thing can be said about uh, grammar switching. If I'm writing a text to you, there's no problem with that. And, and he, he has this one point. He says, the meta discourse represented by boomer ellipses is just noise to them. And speaking about Gen Xers and Gen Zers, if omission invites interpretation, ellipses are as much a Rorschach test as punctuation. To an insecure reader, periods may come off as brusque, exclamation points as exasperated, and three harmless little dots as passive-aggressive. This yeah. generational neuroticism 
could also explain why ellipses are shunned, but emojis are commonplace. I mean, dude, I get emojis from people. Yeah. I want to punch them in the face, dude. I mean, <laughs> in, in meetings I have, people are clapping hands. and I'm like, don't put anything. You, I, I mean, if it's, if it's, an emoji should be used to elicit an emotional feeling or response. It shouldn't just be in everything you do. Again, they're no different. Emoji abusers are no different than ellipse abusers in my book. How many guys send you the eggplant emoji, Brandon? You get a lot of those from guys. <laughs> now, only when I'm on Grinder, Larry. <laughs> only when I'm on Grinder. Wow, you got problems. <laughs> um, you know, I the reason I also like ellipses, me personally, is because as this guy mentions, no one thinks in fully composed, properly punctuated sentences. We don't do that, right? We just and so it's kind of this free-flowing thing to put ideas together, which is conversation. Right. Listen to this podcast. You hear stuttering yeah. and that we're trying oh, to think of like, I don't know what's that word called. I mean, when you when you have time to prepare, if we memorize, like that's what you and I have talked about, the great Joel Olstein, the yes. snake oil salesman from Houston, pastor, how he can get <laughs> up there and memorize. It doesn't even look like he doesn't read off a teleprompter. He memorizes a 27-minute sermon Pretty where impressive. you're like, whoa, and that's he, And there's no grammatical mistakes. Like it's no. all perfect. Yes. He has practiced it. Someone's helped him. It's like those when they do the... Uh, presidential debates and you cl they practice for weeks so that they actually say what they want to say and they're prepared and for the questions i agree with you there is i think at the end of the day we need to have grace for everybody and everything if somebody's sending you a text like i used to get these texts from a, a older friend and it would hey, be like they were writing a letter and it was perfectly grammatical and it's like hey you know you don't have to be so you could just say see it'd be like if you ask a question they have to write back love mom or whatever. It's like, no, you don't need to say that. It's a text. We know it's from. So there are time and place uh, in terms of grammar. I don't see a single problem with the ellipse. And I'm, so a, get, I'm a Gen Xer. I don't have a problem with it. You get letters from old men, which is great. You get lots of <laughs> old ladies, emojis. This way. has been a very uh, revealing. Can I make a, can I, can I put a proposal out there that our very first guest on the Smarticle podcast would be the horny goat weed is there a chance we could have uh, the horny goat? You know? I, I feel like the horny goat weed would be a great guest. There's just something about that dude. I I, I couldn't tell if I loved him or hated him. Yeah. So I, I, I kind of walked away with saying, you know, I, I think I just like him. I like his, he holds the record for the most unemployed weeks. I'm like, good for you, dude. Good for you. Well, and of all the places, he's writing on Gawker. Like, Which I, I didn't even know still existed. It went exactly out of business. All of a sudden, it's back. That's exactly what I thought. All right, Gawker, thank you for teaching us today. Thank <laughs> you.